0: You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dunst. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a five star review. Take
1: the
2: Antidote. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. 25-8, nigga, we do this shit. Ain't no breaks, nigga. Yeah. Lay this shit. I am this shit, nigga. All that, all that. Young Nepsino, Rose Clico. Talking to my girl while your bitch give me deep throw. Shooting at the world, dog, cause life is just a free throw. Shopping on Rodeo and some Dickies, that's my Stilo Played out pussy, please don't offer me no. If sex was a weapon, she could not kill a mosquito. Lil' mama lost her grip, but me round her P.O. Got too many mouths. Sabreto, shorty's in denial. Really trying to fuck with me though. I'm way out your league, so please excuse my ego. Diamonds on my and link, my Rolex show Penthouses and beach homes, Perrier and Petron. Told you way before about this baller shit I be on. Young Nipsey hustle ain't some shit that you should sleep on. Rich before rap, had to let the streets go. Faith in my transition, I knew I'd be back in beach, mo Catch a case, that's the tradition. Either. So how I understood that I could make the seed grow And that one day that tree would bear fruit to feed my people That one day it's upon us, grab your fork, it's time to eat bro and that piece, so rapper CEO, and if y'all lack I guess I'll be Al Pacino And it was all after when they thought I was finito, it's not my Valentino, it's what I got up my sleeve though, LAX to JFK then on our way to Heathrow At the Polo Lounge and Harris, sipping cappuccino, spending pounds, every purchase man, is feeling has no equal If you come from where I come from it's rare that you see folk, that did it like I did it, but I do it cause we need more, Cuba good and juniors killing with that submarine flow like every man of honor, had to conquer Robbed a Negro like ginger in casino or that runway lighting heat. That shadow in the grass when Vincent shot him off his feet. In other words, life is just a fight against your disbelief. That's why I'm screaming, I'm the greatest of all time, like young Ali. Play Muhammad to these false prophets in this industry. But I'm just me. Catch me cruising solo in my 2CB. E and Roosevelt with yeah, smoking weed, TMC, flashing lights like Kanye, album number three. But I'm going to be from our receipt to the day that I be,
3: so I'm talk a be bit hit the gas on the gas on producers that we think uh, that are next to maybe hit these top ten lists for us here. Obviously, don't have the the body of work, but are on their way up there. Um, I think first off, if I'm having a conversation about up and coming producers, I'm gonna start it with K Tronada. Okay, I'm gonna say he's he's probably the the biggest one to watch for. Uh, he's got a, a a unique sound with his sense and um, just got that bounce to it like it's kind of like slowed down house music a little bit
1: right more down kind of like house but yeah um I like that choice uh Keitra definitely is is an influence I think he's influencing the next generation too you, I think you're right a lot of people are starting to find out about Keitra and I think a lot more rappers and MCs and things like that will start definitely fucking with him more
3: um, yeah and, uh, he's got official remixes for Janet Jackson I think Madonna as well uh, he's worked with Fonte, Anderson Pack, Kareem Riggins, Craig David, Vic Mensa. Um, Bad, Bad, Not Good, they're a band out of uh, Montreal. Kei Trinata's from Montreal, too. Right. So represents Haiti, his family's Haitian. So shout out to, to Kei Trinata. Um, but he's definitely one to watch out for. I mean, it's just every beat is just got that bounce to it
1: yeah real talk um when we're talking about that that future that future sound and things like that uh katra is the leader uh i think a lot of um a lot of what we're seeing today is kind of not necessarily based because i think it's based off of a lot of pharrell's pharrell stuff mm-hmm. and then remixed um and even katra said you know pharrell is a very big influence for him in his life um you know everybody fucked with star trek but um I think he was the reason the Neptunes and, and those guys are the reason why these kind of sounds are coming out now is because now it's okay. Um, they made it, they kind of went through their trials and errors, um, to, to force it and Katra definitely has made it his own. And yeah, you, you kind of know if you, if you're a fan of music and you listen to a lot of shit and you definitely know who Katra not as you know, when a Catra not beat is coming on, like I, I can definitely tell a Katra not mm-hmm. track. Um, so it, like you said, his sense and the, and the, the way his beat, uh, the bass, the way that he hooks his drums with the bass and everything, and it's got that little, uh, it's got that heavy sound to it. The way it is, uh, yeah, I know it's, I'd be like, oh shit, that's um, Yeah,
3: <laughs> It's kind of, it's like heavy, but it's got enough float to it that you can either sing or rap to it. Right. And it just sounds good with both. Uh, if, if you never heard of Katrin, i would listen to 99.9%, his debut yeah. album from a couple years ago, I think 2016. Awesome album. And I'm sure we'll go more in depth on it when we go into our, our favorite albums of the decade as the year goes through here. But it, that definitely would start the conversation with Kate Renata there. Um, what's a, an up-and-coming producer that, that you'd want to talk about?
1: Um, up-and-coming producer like right now? Um, man, I think, uh, as I was saying earlier, I think we're in the golden age of, of hip-hop and production and things like that. It's It's honestly hard to say. Um, because there's so many right now who are really stretching the bounds and are really, really good. Um, one, one up-and-comer that I've really, really um, just keyed into right now um, that, that I pretty much grab everything uh, from is definitely out of the selection camp, and that's Jarrell Vandal.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: jerome Vandal is, is very, uh, is a very talented producer, has a lot of depth, a different sound. jerome Vandal is a, is a resident from Amsterdam. For those of you don't know, we've actually used one of his songs for the songs of the week. Uh, we've also, you know, talked about his album here and there. Um, you know, because he's, he's definitely got some, some heat in there that I've also used in the mixes. And, um, I think that dude has just so much depth in his sound and he can make so many different sounds. If you want a trap beat, he'll give you probably one of the best trap hard shit that you're hearing. Um, if you want like some really um, vibey synthy hip hop shit, he can give you that. If you want some uh, Afro beat sounding shit, he can give you that. If you want a house track, he can give you that. He can literally give you everything and it all sound fire and yeah. all of his remixes and everything that he does, like his vandalized edit series, is definitely so dope. He sometimes even makes it better than the original. And I'm just like, damn, I, Jerome Vandal is definitely one of my favorites um, currently right now, uh, especially after just getting that vandalized edits and listening to those and playing with those, his flip of the Condé Sunday service. I think everybody bit off of his shit because he was the first one I saw, put a clip out or hear a clip of him doing Mm -hmm. it. And then literally everybody did it. (laughs) <laughs> so, yep. and took the same part and flipped it and tried to make it their way, but literally they were copying him and he still did it better than everybody else. Um I've probably heard like five edits of that Sunday service one uh, uh from five different producers and they all sound like his to start, but then they all go differently, but Jero still sounds the best. He flips it between uh like a uh mabutan uh reggaeton kind of beat, trap back into the sample of just the blank it's like yo this dude is and he did it all in two minutes
3: and it's all got soul to it like every beat's got like a little soul to it it's,
1: yeah a little soul to it man like you can definitely tell um and he's still young man he's i think he's definitely under 30 he's probably one of the older ones that you're seeing like a um out of the selection camp
3: and i i'm pretty sure he's still I under he's, thirty. i think he's younger too actually
1: yeah no I, i'm pretty sure he's like 25 or less kind of yeah. age and it's like damn that dude is is cold as shit like coldest production ever Doug. <laughs> yeah like yeah i'm mean, big big into all of that man
3: yeah joe vandal definitely a beast uh, another up and comer also from the selection camp monty booker i think is, is that watch out for yeah. um if you listen to either of the two smino albums monty booker's all up and down both of those um produce majority of the tracks with smino Yep, And also works with a bunch of other Chicago artists He's uh, definitely younger than Juro Vandal I'm pretty sure Monty Booker's is like 22 or 23
1: Yeah, I think he's 22 Because I'm pretty sure I remember seeing him last year Post that he turned 21 Because he had made a beat or something like that So I remember uh, seeing something like that So yeah, definitely uh, young as fuck Like all these dudes coming from the selection camps Are hella young, man And I love it because Joe, Joe himself is young um mm-hmm. joe k the, the you know one of the founders of of selection he uh he definitely knows where to find these dudes and they're all young as shit like all of them are just fucking babies for the most part but they're all good um they're yeah. all really good <laughs>
3: yeah so the two smino albums monty booker has his own solo debut coming out soon probably this year because i remember him tweeting a couple months ago that he already was mastering it so right sitting on that heat. uh i know he was also invited to the uh, the Dreamville sessions down there in Atlanta that J. Cole did. He was one of the yeah. first people. J. Cole invited. I guess J. Cole had heard the Smino album and was like, yo, he hit up Smino and was like, yo, who produced this shit? And right. then he, he got on to Monty Booker. So I'm sure there's bigger and brighter things coming up from Monty Booker here because of all of that. And his beats, definitely very soulful, uh, very bouncy. It's kind of kind of reminds me like the soul part of it is kind of like got a Dilla vibe to it, but it has that future sound kind of bass and drum pattern to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, definitely. Definitely. These young cats, man, they're, they're bringing the heat. Um, You know, another up and comer, of course, um, at least from my book and we talk about, we've talked about them several times on the show is FKJ. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you're talking about full bodies of production, um, he is he is it man. Um he can give you anything that you want. Um I've heard all different kinds of, of sounds and tracks from FKJ, from his edits and his remixes. Um he can give you all those sounds too, but it's so pure and clean. Um, especially with his actual musicianship, um and his artistry. That dude's on another level, man. Um yeah, him, I- and Misch, him and Tom Mish. Him and Tom Mish is like in that in that top that top level shit that I, that I hear all the time. Tom Mish is another one. Um, when you're talking about a production that, um, it, it, he's just out of his mind, man.
3: Yeah. And both of these mm-hmm. dudes, FKJ and Tom Mish in their, uh, younger twenties. I think FKJ is probably like 25 and Tom Mish like 23 or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, FKJ is from France. We've talked about him before, had him on, on as a song of the week, but multi-instrumentalist singer, songwriter, um, you know he basically puts in puts on a drum loop starts playing the guitar the piano the saxophone and and makes a beat out of it and it's just tremendous he's looks like he's venturing more out into producing for other people as well as for himself i know he just dropped a single with coltrane who's a a singer on the come up um and tom mish obviously another name that we should bring up here um as a producer heavily influenced by Jay Dilla, you can tell it, you know, he's got the Dilla drum pattern on, on all of his tracks. Yep. And, um, he plays the guitar shreds some crazy ass, you know, jazz guitar solos into his production and just a tremendous talent as a songwriter, as a, as a singer, but you know, more so as, as a musician and, um, you know, he's dropped a couple of beat tapes. He dropped a couple of albums of his own music where he's singing. Um, just a tremendous talent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Tremendous, tremendous talent. Um, can't wait to see what he drops with that. Youssef Dawes this year. Um, that's going to be so fire. Um, he actually just posted on IG that it's, it's getting pretty close. So that means we are about to get some heavy dope ass music. I know FKJ is also going to be dropping soon. Um, and they're more on that, uh, you know, they, they play real instruments. We're talking guitars and everything else. And those dudes can riff their asses off and and make you vibe into a certain way. When I want to hear some hard ass shit, um, up and coming wise, you know, uh, we talked about the trap movement and I remember coming up and, you know, of course, Jeezy, um dropping the camp band, the snowman mixtapes all up until um Thug Motivation one oh one and everything like that. And of course T I and everybody around then. So we're talking like the Zaytovin. Zaytoven really was one of the hell pioneers of this current you know, moves in music and everything like that. Um, Lex Luger, but definitely Kenny Beats. Uh, yeah. when you talk about the trap shit, I think he's running it right now. I don't think anybody can do it any better than Kenny Beats right now. Um I hear a lot of cats trying to do it and there's, there's a, there's a bunch of dope beats, but there's so many, it's so easy. Like half of these dudes, they find some YouTube dude who, who has like a really lit ass beat and then they make it big. Um, Kenny beats kind of did it all on his own. Um, and he just drops the hardest shit from, from Freddie doing all the, the Freddie project, 88 glam, uh, key. Um, who else is he working? Yeah, he's worked with Rico a bunch nasty. of stuff. Yeah. Rico nasty. Um, I've heard I've heard several of his tracks, and I'm just like, this dude is the best trap producer in the game right now, no doubt.
3: Yeah, and you know I think a lot of uh, is the journey that he took. So he wasn't making any money off of selling hip hop beats, but he saw that EDM was getting huge, so he started making EDM trap beats as Loud Pack with his buddy, and from there I think that really helped his uh, his musicianship a lot. I think being in front of those crowds. Helped him, you know, see what crowds react to, what people like, what they're into, um, right. but and then just incorporate it back into hip hop beats. He made his money, he got his bag, he left. Uh, so if, if you see Loud Pack on tour now, it's the other dude. It's not Kenny Beats anymore because right. Kenny's strictly doing hip hop beats in his studio and just killing it. Like he yeah he basically just came out of nowhere over the past two years um, doing these projects with rappers so uh you know basically he just takes a rapper into his studio for a week or two acts as their therapist and brings the best out of them and And the the 808s are banging
1: brings the best out of them and brings the best weed because they all get super high. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah a little youtube series you got to check it out uh it's called the cave and yeah it's just super dope uh samino killed it on there freddie killed it on there yeah so he he brings the best out of everybody yeah, and he got the best weed
1: Kenny got that dope (laughs) that's what what Freddie said said, Kenny you got that dope boy (laughs) Freddie be cracking me up man Um, man and there's so many there's so many to name when you're talking like underground and who's coming up and and things like that I mean we could probably name a producer from every genre pretty much that 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 you should be on the lookout for I mean um, definitely looking at the uh, indie rockish kind of area of course to me right now Karim Ben and Tame Impala are probably the two dopest at their professions um you know doing what they do uh i think they're 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 definitely like two of the dopest um in that kind of sound that psychedelic
3: yeah Um, that kind of psychedelic
1: and floaty sound.
3: The free Uh, nationals too should probably be brought up in this conversation. Yeah.
1: Free nationals. I was going to say free nationals and also the internet. Um, Because the internet, the internet collective as a group is so deep that each one of those guys producing on their own is already just nuts as it's on its own Uh, between Patrick Page, uh, Matt Martians, and um, Steve Lacey, Steve Lacey, uh, those, those dudes right there just just them uh are excellent artists by themselves and they're all about to drop you know solo shits too Steve Lacey's definitely dropping one and uh we're definitely hoping for
3: uh there's uh, definitely a Matt Martians drop. Matt
1: Martians yeah I'm sorry Matt Martians the definite we're hoping for Steve Lacey yes Uh, he dropped his his first single that we uh had on as as our song of the week as well um and Leo, those dudes are nasty. Um, they're on a whole different level when you're when you're looking at that uh, that type of sound and anything that you want, as well as uh, Kyle Dion. You can throw him in there because um, he's helping produce a lot of his tracks as well with his band. Um, yes, I
3: so it's pretty interesting. Like, um, there's like a transition there. Then, right? A lot of these hip hop R and B albums being made with live instrumentation as opposed to being produced by by a produ- single producer and a drum machine right it's like people right. actually using instruments so that i think really that's pushing towards that next wave of sound uh, as everything becomes saturated there's so much music coming out you need your shit to stand out somehow right. and really for a long time we had the roots and just the roots and right. it like at this level now everything's transitioning more towards that live sound i know there's been one-offs you know where where rappers will go on tour with the live band and things like that however I don't think it's been at this level before in the game, and no. it's it's awesome. It's definitely fascinating to see because that's that's the way to stand out is by making real music, and these guys are awesome performers. Uh, I think Robert Glasper would need to be mentioned in this conversation as well as uh, Terrace Martin would need to be mentioned in this conversation as well as they're they're two of the big ones, you know, pushing that sound as well.
1: Absolutely, uh, definitely, uh, Robert Glasper is, is is literally on every everybody's like all of your favorite rappers who use live instrumentation and anything else when they need keys and, and arrangements, that's who they're calling. Like he's on there. Um, even K Renata has a, a remix album of Robert Glasper, him and the him, they work together and created yep. a remix album for one of Robert Glasper's albums themselves. Um, you know, Robert Glasper is, is definitely a, a very hidden gem in the game. Um, He's worked with even Lauren Hill. He stated, he stated, you know, and that's where a lot of people did find out about Robert Glasper is he went on a on a rant, uh, kind of a tirade on uh, Lauren Hill, you know, kind of talking about how she's an asshole to to her people and um, things like that, which I can totally believe. But he he kind of called it out but he's also you know played for and been on tour with her and things like that so he actually knows but and he's been on tour with some of your favorite people as well as playing uh, keys for Prince at a time as well as going on tour with some of your favorite acts um and and everything like that uh Robert Glasper is definitely one of those people that that should be mentioned like you said and uh Terrence Martin is a great great musical mind um, very talented saxophone player great arranger but also just a great producer in general as well um, a lot of behind the scenes with Kendrick and and does a lot of stuff with Kendrick um,
3: yeah so let's kind of go into to this conversation here we're gonna talk about Kendrick we'll also transition this into the track of the week here but Flying Lotus right uh, if you never heard of Flying Lotus he's definitely one of the best producers in the game definitely a little low key, I yes. would say. Super uh, low key compared to the, the, the credit that he should get and the credit that he deserves. Tremendous producer, definitely kind of a more of a on the artistic avant-garde kind of sound side. Um, but uh, really, uh, Flying Lotus—he was on tour with Kendrick Lamar and Kanye on the Yeezus tour, and. He, he basically helped Kendrick plot together to pimp a butterfly. So to pimp a butterfly, um, also kind of an avant garde kind of artistic album, right? Like you can't listen to it, bump it every day. You got to kind of be in the right mood and, and set up for it. Cause it's so in your face. And, um, actually on fly low's last solo album, Kendrick did a track with him. I forgot what the album was called. I'll have to go look that up real quick, but he did uh, never catch me. Um, Flying Lotus introduced Kendrick to Thundercat, who's all up and down on Topimpa Butterfly. Also, in, I mean, Thundercat, probably one of the top three bassists in the world right now. Absolutely. Um. So, you know, he's all on Topimpa Butterfly. Uh, Terrace Martin's on there. Robert Glasper's on there. And it's all basically from Flying Lotus. And a lot of people don't know, too, Flying Lotus. He's, uh, I think his his aunt was Alice Coltrane and Alice Coltrane was married to John Coltrane so that's like jazz royalty right there in his blood
1: right right away
3: <laughs> and he has a and he has a bunch
1: of uh he has a bunch of actual um jazz influence when it comes to uh literally everything that he did um and and putting it together he loves he fuses love his love of you know jazz hip-hop uh video game sounds he uses that a lot um i think you were thinking about the cosmo album was that the one he was yeah,
3: on Yeah, grandma and you're dead or the two yeah and you're dead was
1: the 2014 one
3: yeah you're um, dead's got a never gonna catch me with kendrick on there yeah um he's also put out rap albums as captain murphy um But big in the LA scene Big in the the LA production scene Kind of in the background Is Flying Lotus Definitely an interesting character He got discovered by Adult Swim Then he got a job from there Uh, He won some beat competition And he got a job with Stones Throw Records And then started Brain Feeder Records Which they just celebrated their 10 year anniversary And they dropped a dope ass Brain Feeder X album To commemorate that but, uh, that
1: was a dope ass album too. That was really fire.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that Brainfeeder X album that has Thundercat on it, flying Lotus, uh, Toki monster, um, Taylor McFerrin. So these are all people that have been brought up from the, the flying Lotus like tree of hip hop. And it's just crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so many uh, have given props and praise to fly for everything that he's done. I mean, especially, and again, he's one of those guys who in the, in the backgrounds where um, you know, Jay Dilla was very important. Um, he was, he came from loving Jay Dilla and he kind of transformed that and, and also took, you can definitely hear the influence of Jay Dilla and some of his sounds and the way he does certain patterns and things like that. And he was able to take that and, transform that even more and he's also influencing another decade and generation of of producers as well I mean you can you can hear Kate Trinata talk about Fly Low you'll hear uh, Mr. Carmack talk about Fly Low Uh, pretty much anybody who's in the LA who grew up in the LA area or around LA or in California for the most part they definitely know who Flying Lotus is because he um, had so much of an impact to that underground scene um, especially dealing with Stone's Throw and uh, everything else you know those are, those are some pretty big labels to be around and then creating his own and also putting out other people like Bad, Bad, Not Good and things yeah. like that. Like he helped discover that, that group of people. How dope is that? And then he's also in the collective knowing groups like Sarah. We've talked about Sarah on the show um, <clears throat> several times. And Sarah is also kind of in that same group in that same category with all the same clique of people. Um, and you can hear the influences of them all all kind of tying together and is so so dope because again they've influenced uh groups like the internet uh odd future um in general um and and opened those doors and also helped open doors for adult swim to help find some of these artists like odd feature tyler the creator uh you know those kind of guys and getting them their their shine and their light um Flylo is 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 definitely probably the most underrated um producer of this generation of at least i would say from the 2010s for sure on yeah. up um right now just because i know that he's been doing it for a while but uh he really started uh, you know popping up and really really started catching people's eye right around that 2010 era when he got, dropped the cosmo album and um you know, that's when a lot of people were like, damn, who is this dude and where is he at? But he's been dropping shit since uh, 2006. And he's had a bunch of stuff, man. I mean, he's got a lot of stuff out here. Like you said, the Captain Murphy actually come, goes back to 2004. So, I mean, he has a lot of stuff out there. And you you can literally look up so many albums that were done. And I, I think he's pushing uh, right around 15 different uh, albums or so uh, since since about 20 uh, 2004. So, I mean, damn. Dude, dude has volume. He has numbers. Uh, the most knock that people give fly Low is that his tracks are too short. They're so fire, but they're like a minute long. Um, yeah. <laughs> some of them are even less than that. You'll get like a, you'll get like a forty-five seconds, you know, of, of, of a beat, and you will be like, damn, where's the rest of this shit? <laughs>
3: right, and she's just starting to bounce, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like as soon as you start getting into it, then he switches it up and takes you down a whole nother path. And I, I really respect and really think is so dope. Um, for some of the ideas and, and some of the things that he puts out there. Um, and, and I also love that he has volume. Like most of his albums have like 18, 19, 20 tracks on it. The new one that's coming out, I think I had like 27 on it. I was like, yes, give me all that shit.
3: Yeah, uh, <laughs> Flamagra, it's coming out in May. And uh, perfect transition. It's our track of the week is the first single that dropped from this album. Uh, it's called Tekashi.
1: Yeah, it's called Takashi, not to be confused with Six Nine, because he don't fuck with that fuck shit. <laughs> no, um,
3: it's spelled a little differently too. T A K H.
1: So he dropped he, he dropped two tracks, um, within the last. Uh, I think they both dropped today, right? Cause, um, he, yeah, he did uh the little. He, and again, this is fly low fashion is he'll give you a small, uh, small snippet of a track or give you a small track um for you to kind of lick your chops off of and it's spontaneous with little dragon and i'm hearing that one first and i'm like god damn this dude is crazy and it's just this beat is is crazy and actually the the first first thing he dropped was like a uh an interlude that he put on on uh with with david lynch with david lynch and it's called fire is coming and it literally has barely any type of tempo to it or anything like that it just sounds like a like a warning of some sort and i thought it was like really ominous so he drops that first on youtube puts a crazy video out um which he does as well Flylo is also an accomplished director he just put out a movie uh, was it two years ago now when he did the movie
3: yeah it Cuso. Years? it's called kuso it's like a crazy like horror snuff kind of film
1: <laughs> yeah really dope but crazy wild ass thing he's doing 3d shows and shit right now um i mean he, he's got a crazy and then so he drops spontaneous uh right after that after just that little snippet and then he gives us takashi as well today and i'm just like damn um, I can't wait, man! I can't wait any 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 longer. Like, you need to hurry up and drop this! Like, May needs to hurry up and come. <laughs> there's so much heat that's gonna come out, and um, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, so, we want y'all to hear this peep, this one as well. We got Takashi by Flying Lotus as the song of the week. Y'all peep this. It's on iTunes um, and Apple Music right now. Uh, get prepared for the album again, Flamagra. Uh, that's gonna have features from uh, Anderson Pack, George Clinton's on that shit, Tierra Whack. Denzel Curry, David Lynch, as we just said, Um, Shabazz Palaces. We heard about Shabazz Palaces, what, two years ago now? Shabazz Palaces is dope as shit, Um, really good group and project there that shabazz palaces was fire when we did listen to it i forgot about that one i'm gonna have to go back and check that one out. dang me too bro because <laughs> i remember when you found that you were like what is this shabazz palaces <laughs> we listened to that shit <laughs> was like oh this is fire uh it's got thundercat it's got uh toro imoy uh solange is on it i mean come on and he actually has a um Tribute track to uh, to Mac Miller on there called "Thank You Malcolm." I'm looking forward to hearing that one as well. Um, So yeah, Flying Lotus definitely an OG. Y'all peep that right now to Kasha.
3: Craftmatic uh, always sends me some dope mixes to play on these shows and this week I figured I'm going to do something a little bit different. Um, He's about to drop a new mix here in the next couple of weeks called This Is House Volume 2 and so I just figured uh, he sent me a little sneak peek. figured I'll share it with you guys and save the mixes he sent me for later. If you want him to drop this one quicker you should uh, hit him up on Twitter or on the gram At DJ underscore craftmatic If you're digging this tell him to drop this shit It's pretty hot Here's a little clip uh, This is house volume 2 It'll be coming out pretty soon I uh, think I might even convince him to make it a Antidote exclusive So here you go Hit him at DJ underscore craftmatic He's out there traveling Touring Playing right now So I don't know if he's hearing this or not. Well, he probably is hearing this. Sorry for sabotaging you, but, you know, I don't give a fuck uh, about nothing but staying on brand about not giving a fuck. So here you go.
2: Bounce to the beep, 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 beep. beep. Please leave us a five-star review. Take